Welcome. Hello. Oh. <laughs> Should hey. we be concerned? <laughs> concerned. Concerned. <laughs> I'm sorry. I thought I was original on that, and now I'm uh, I'm upset that that my pun was not original. I think you're original. The fact that you didn't hear it prior and said it, you still get points. Awesome. Great. I'm excited. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Sorry, I kind of went to go take a sip of water there and then it just uh, fucked my whole life up. Mm. It happens. Sometimes water does that to you. Sometimes it's the elixir of life. Sometimes it drowns you. Mm-hmm. Sometimes. I don't like it. You don't like water? Or no, I love drown? water. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that part. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh-uh. Well, sometimes you just got to keep your head above water. <laughs> <laughs> and we're back. I don't remember where we were. So <laughs> I don't either. Oh, sorry. We're no. talking about being concerned. Yeah. Uh, yes. And keeping our heads above water. Mm. So it, I wanted to give you guys an update on my uh, my thumb crystal quartz, the one that uh, oh. has the good thumb hole. Yes, very interested. So I found I found another crevice in it that oh I gave you guys a video, and uh, it's like a, a nice like little indentation. I, I, I like to rub my finger through it, but also really feels good on the lips. It's like a good. It's a good. <laughs> it's a good little crevice that I like to run on as if it were a chapstick or a lip gloss Uh, and it's really enjoyable so this this crystal has multiple sensory options for me I'm really into it I'm really happy for you I'm watching the video oh yeah I was talking to as I was recording it love it did you see it did you see the crevice yes it was <laughs> just the like this rock has a crevice that i love to put my lips on <laughs> not a I fan the, like, the way the rusty food feels on my salad fingers oh, oh god no. oh yeah. salad fingers yeah. that's what i think uh. of with you wow. and this, this crystal with its crevices. So I went cringe. to. I like I'm the sorry. way its crevice feels against my salad lips. <laughs> Listen, I have pillowy lips. I don't have soggy salad lips, all right? Listen, I'm not here to talk about your limp lettuce, all right? No one's here. <laughs> Shout out to the oh Juke Troop. Oh, Shout my God. Yeah. Wow. That's a throwback. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Mm-hmm. Well, anyway, what are we talking about today, guys? <laughs> the fucking simulation that's changed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dimensions. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> yeah, I definitely. So yesterday felt just so when we're recording this is july 6th so yesterday july 5th was the day that cern had turned on the hydron collider the hydron collider am i saying lhc yeah large hydron lhc LHC, yeah because my mouth can't english um i think it's large hadron collider 
there you go. Hadron. 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 The Large Hadron Collider. Hadron. <laughs> so yesterday was a weird day for me. It felt it felt fucky is what I will call it. Um, I don't know why. Just felt weird all day. And then last night I slept like the dead, which I usually wake up like a couple of times throughout the night. But last night I just slept very soundly. And I woke up at 9 o'clock a.m. on the dot, and usually my alarm goes off at like 9, 9.15. And I was just like, I feel like I woke up from a coma. It was very interesting. And I want to know if you guys had any had any weird feels or dreams or moments. I didn't have any weird dreams, but I slept in this morning, and I never, ever, ever, ever sleep in. Also, yeah. my kids like reversed like their sleep schedules. So Soren is the one that's usually up, ass crack of dawn, ready to go, and Charlotte's the one that will sleep all day. <laughs> and it was opposite. Charlotte was up the, early this morning, and Soren was Soren slept in too. So it was really weird. Yeah, that was my weird thing. Teresa, Rachel, I said I didn't want to talk about it. Are we talking you about don't it? have to talk about it. I have to now. You don't have to. What I have to. What was that? What is that? What? Did you just see that at the bottom of your at Rachel, at the bottom of Rachel's screen? No. Was it a dog? It was a little. No, it was a little orby thing. There's no sky raisins. I swear to God, it was like a little like drifty like. I'm telling you, <laughs> she's just went on over here. Apparently, tell, tell us about it if you want. Don't you don't have to. Okay, so I'm a stomach sleeper. I'm just gonna let my Gemini stellium shine and just say things and I regret it later. You know. All right, that's great. What I'm gonna do. We can edit it. It's fine. <laughs> um, so I'm a stomach sleeper. So I was like half like twisted, like the top half of my body on my stomach, and I was waking up. And you know how you're awake before you open your eyes, and like you're like, all right. We're going to start this day. Blah, 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 blah. So I'm like awake and starting to wake up. I just haven't closed, opened my eyes yet. So as I decided to open my eyes, I like twist the top part of my body back. So like my arm kind of like went across my face, like in the air, like as if I was like leaning back, twisting back. And as I opened my eyes, the part on the left of my, like where my hand was going, it looked like something completely different. And it was like my hand was a curtain and brought back like my bedroom and yeah. i don't have things like that happen to me really mm. like that's not so and then i was but it's also like you know my my logical brain is going oh but you were waking up you know mm -hmm. like but like that shit normally doesn't happen i definitely was like i was just like what the fuck happened for a while then i got a text message from my mom and she was sending me photos of a rug that I guess she got cleaned and she decided she like doesn't want this rug anymore. Uh, this is maybe a minute after, like this all took place within three minutes max. Um, so I, I, bleed, I see this thing, I'm like, what the fuck just happened? And I'm like, all right, keep going on autopilot, grab my phone, check my phone, look at my phone. Mom sends me a picture of the rug and I go to message her, what are the dimensions of the rug? And I couldn't spell the word dimensions. And it just yeah. freaked me the fuck out <laughs> that 
that of all the words, that was the word that you couldn't spell. Within three minutes, I waved my hand. I saw something that I was like, that's not where I am. And then it's like, oh, is this the simulation? And then why can't I spell the word dimension? I just like the first, it was just, I started trying to spell it with an M. Hmm. And it was just, and in my head, it made sense. It's like dimension. I was like, why isn't this working? And <laughs> I like, it was so weird and it's probably nothing but somebody like me who loves to listen to Duncan Trussell freaked me out it freaked me out and yesterday I fell asleep during the time that the collider actually got like turned on which is very odd for me like it was like an early nap I don't know it was like super weird it was two days or on the yeah on Tuesday this all happened this morning The nap happened on the day the CERN happened. July 5th. July 5th. Yes. Thank you. And like the crown of my head felt like when you first start doing Reiki, Mm -hmm. like that kind of like dense feeling, like you can kind of feel like almost like the pressure build up. Right. And it kind of, it felt like that. At least that's what it feels like for me whenever I am like in Reiki flow. Like it, it takes, you know. So I'm just over here freaking out, probably hyper fixating on ridiculous things. Uh, and I'm okay. <laughs> Everything's fine. Everything's um, fine. That's, okay. very, that's very convincing. That's very convincing that you're fine. <laughs> I'm fine. It's okay. I also feel like people like us that are sensitive to energies, like there's a big shift in the energy field right now. So how could we not feel it? Yeah, but see, that's okay. Because I've been I've been following a lot of people on social that work there. Because I like the idea of the science behind it. And I think that's something both you guys know, like, I like the woo woo, but I always want like the practical side of it to blend. Also, I'm very big on that. I think things start to make sense. And, you know, the one person who I follow particle Clara on TikTok, Instagram, okay. something like that. Um, she was explaining how this is like what they did is something that happens in the atmosphere all the time, but they obviously can't just put this machine up in the air and try to collect that data because they don't know when it's going to happen or where it's going to happen. So right. it's not like this is something that n- never happens. So for me, like, I really feel like it comes down to like how you let the things affect you. How, they, how you let things get into your brain. Like people are just going to CERN super excited because they're like, we're going to do this thing. And then there's like people that we just don't know anything about it, really. We can't even really pronounce it correctly. <laughs> like, <laughs> and are scared, you know? So I think it's literally just, yeah, I got to look at it at that angle too. Like all of the stuff that happened to me this morning could literally just be in reaction to me being concerned <laughs> on like not knowing. Right. Like it could just right. literally all be a mind trip. Um, but it was weird. So, yeah, that is weird. So the only thing that I could think of is if it is like, you know, if, if she's, you know, I'm, I'm assuming she's right. Cause she knows a lot more than I fucking do, but a lot of people are freaked out. There's a lot of stress around LHC being reactivated. There's a lot of stress. A lot of people are think we're going to go into another dimension. Black holes are going to suck up the world. You know, 
it's uh, so a lot of people like you know it's it's an unknown to a lot of people so a lot of people are stressed out which i think also fucks with the energy of everything going on so it could be like a collective energy thing that we're yes. feeling just from other people like it doesn't even have to be like the the lhc it could be you know no that makes a lot of sense yeah that does that makes sense yeah. because we're it's all connected mix. we're all one you know so yeah we feel exactly. each other's energies you know that definitely makes sense to me good call good call i do want to say that it is really weird that this is happening during neptune that's what i was thinking yeah also that's that crossed my mind earlier today too <laughs> while i was doing research on neptune yeah, because it's all about breaking illusions and breaking down like what we thought we knew. So I was watching a video on TikTok by Happy Holy Healthy Life, and it's like a five minute video on like what is CERN and about portals, dark matter and the fifth dimension. And I just find it super interesting that like the biggest thing that they were saying is, yes, these things happen in our atmosphere every day. But my and like what they're trying to do is essentially observe these things happening. So I could see where the fear is coming from, from people that like, oh, like, yeah, a microscopic black hole pops up. Now it's growing. What do we do? Like, I get that fear. But also, I feel like these people have been trained to do this for so long. And like, I just think that it's crazy that like this is these people's life work and like, could you just imagine yeah. for just a second, like seeing a microscopic black hole? Like how crazy is that? I would literally, I would be so excited. I would, I, know. I would, I would be so excited. I just, I like the work that these people are doing is so important and just so fascinating. Yeah. And it just blows my mind. It, it just blows my mind. It's wild. What they're doing is wild and amazing big brain energy you know lots of big, big brain. brain i'm not but they create i don't, don't think they... the world's ending let me just say that i don't think no don't i don't think, think so ending. either because don't they create these things like all the time too <laughs> like well i mean every time they turn it on these little microscopic black holes happen all the time isn't that what it would say or like frequently well, I don't know if that was something that was happening before mm -hmm. or if that's something that they're looking for now with the update. Because what they do is they huh. let it run for like two or three years and then they turn it off and then they do maintenance on it. So the next time, oh yeah, so it's going to be two years because it's 2022 to 2024. Then they're going to do maintenance on it and then they're going to run it again in 2028. Yeah, I thought they had said that they that like this had happened, like maybe not frequently, but it happened before, like the last time. It was that they created microscopic black holes because even before this turned back on, I feel like I heard about it. I could be wrong. I don't think that they, I don't think that's what it creates at all. I think it's literally, it's just smashing the atoms together to simulate the creation of the universe and try to understand what dark matter is since dark matter is like 95% of what makes up the known universe. So they're trying to figure out what, but that is something that, God right, particle. Uh, which is called the Higgs boson God particle. The God particle, um, yeah. But I think that like some things that can, can come out of it are the microscopic black holes, which is something that they mentioned. Okay, so I... It says the LHC I will not generate black holes in the cosmological sense. However, some theories suggest that the formation of tiny quantum black holes may be possible. The observation of such an event would be thrilling in terms of our understanding of the universe and would be perfectly safe. Thank you, CERN. That doesn't sound, <laughs> it doesn't safe, sound safe, but 
But I'm going to trust the smart people. Got to trust the smart people. Yeah. The smart people in Switzerland. Ooh, can the neutral. LHC create a wormhole? That's interesting. Yeah, I'm like, I, and I'm sure Google's not going to give me anything like, you know. They've seen my searches. <laughs> so I think that I, I misunderstood because the Higgs boson has the, I think uh, Stephen Hawking was was very concerned about the Higgs boson particle because um, he was saying that it could become unstable and could create one of these black holes, I think, as what. Yes, but I do, looking at it from an astrological standpoint, uh, we pulled up the chart from the moment that the first particles collided uh, on July 5th. So that was July 5th. If anybody wants to pull this up at home, we'll also post the chart on our Instagram as well. But it was July 5th, 2022. The first particles collided at 4.47 p.m. in Geneva, Switzerland. Also, uh, I did write down a date that the last time that they did it or the first the, like the time that they did it in 2016 was June 16th of 2016. So it was 61616. Hmm. The day before my birthday. Oh, shit. What happened on your birthday last year? Anything crazy? In 2016. Last year? 2016. Oh. <laughs> 2016. I was definitely in a very different place in my life. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, that was a long time ago. Six years. I'm going to actually do some research on that. Ugh, that makes me want to throw up. I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look into that. Okay. And, uh, and I'll get back to you. Great. I'm gonna get back to you. Thank you. But I might not share it. I, might not, I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> share it with us. <laughs> yes. Okay. So the chart uh, for this event has a Cancer Sun. A Virgo moon and a Scorpio rising, which is really interesting, especially because the south node is sitting right there on the line of the ascendant. The ascendant comes in at 15 degrees and the south node comes in at about 19 degrees. So they are conjunct each other, just meaning that they're working together. And what that shows me is that we've been waiting for this information for a long time. Like, this is something that has been waiting to come. And especially with the North Node being then on the Descendant, which is the opposite of the Rising sign. It's a ruler of the Seventh House, which just essentially means the Ascendant is all about, like, self and how we go through life. And we, we know that from the Basics episode. But then the descendant, which is the opposition of the ascendant, is the beginning of the seventh house. And that's all what we look for in relationships, partnerships, things of that nature, friends, open enemies, all of that stuff. So the descendant is in Taurus with the north node and Uranus right there. So to me, that shows me that this is like definitely a part of our destiny and like create like for like the world, essentially, because it's it, it's not the house of community. The 11th house is more community. The 7th house is more of like, who do we surround ourselves with? Like, what kind of energy do we like to be involved with personally? So I feel like with that, especially being in Taurus and Taurus being a very building 
sign uh, with Uranus and the North Node being right there. I don't know. That just because also Uranus is all about unexpected change and revolution and like all of that stuff. So to me, I feel like this is definitely going to stir up like a lot of stuff. And the information that we learn may just very well shift us into a new reality, but not a reality that the LHC or that that has put us in, but like we are creating a new world that we're living in, like especially with all the revolutionary stuff that's going on around the United States specifically right now. Right. I don't know how any of that makes me feel. Yeah. <laughs> Well, that's just the beginning. That's just the beginning of the chart. Um, there's a lot of yeah. other things that are within this uh, the chart that that I find really interesting. So, hit me. Next is uh, Mercury is at zero degrees in Cancer, and that zero degrees Mercury is happening in the eighth house, which is all about the unknown and the occult. So this is all about finding out like information that was like buried underneath before but also with it being at zero degrees like zero degrees is a very powerful degrees and it's all about like the new beginning of things um and with it being in the sign of cancer i feel like cancer is all about like the roots and all of that stuff so maybe this will kind of like point back to our beginnings and especially with it being in the house of like the mystery and the occult and the unknown. I don't know. I just like, to me, that feels really super interesting. I like that. Yeah. I think, well, that's like what they're trying to do is. Yeah. I was going to say what the big bang. Happened. Yeah. Yeah. Like being able to get a glimpse into the big bang. Right. Craziness. That is Crazy. really interesting. Also, wild. <laughs> wild and crazy kids. Yes. <laughs> Wasn't that a show on Nickelodeon when we were youths? I'm not sure. It might not have been. It could be another aspect <laughs> of the Mandela effect. There you go. It might have gotten totally, totally destroyed. <laughs> yeah, it was It was a TV show. Uh, Mars is also in the sign of Taurus, but it's in the sixth house. We're working on the Placidus system here because there are different systems that you could use, whether it's whole sign astrology or the Placidus system. We're looking at the Placidus chart. So with that being said, Mars is in the sixth house in Taurus, zero degrees. And the sixth house is all about like our daily habits um, and also like our health and like things of that nature. So with Mars moving into Taurus and Taurus, I, I feel like Taurus really enjoys being in Mars. Mm. <laughs> Mars enjoys being in the sign of Taurus, I meant to say. Yeah. And uh, I think the reason why is because it's kind of like, even though Taurus does get the rap for being lazy and like that kind of stuff, Taurus actually just is like kind of like a slow burn. They take their time to build up to where they need to be. Hmm. So it, it's it's all about, I feel like maybe the information's not going to be coming daily. Maybe we're not going to always be getting updates. But like with Mars, like moving through that sign at this time, I feel like it's like there's going to be a lot of slow building that's going to kind of unleash a big action that's going to hmm. come. Well, yeah. That, all right. Yeah. That makes it because it's also it's, they're keeping it on for two years. Mm hmm. True. Right. I don't know if they're so continuing knows? to collide atoms for two years straight. Right. But yeah. So then a couple of other things that I just wanted to mention 
is uh, we have Saturn in Aquarius in retrograde in the third house. So with Saturn being in the third house, which is all about like communication and social media and like the new age and like things like that. I feel like it's really cool that Saturn is there because I feel like that's a really good place for it to be in Aquarius right now, which also is just like kind of like another sign of like a lot of information that we may receive. Like this chart is super information based. Also that Neptune retrograde, which we mentioned earlier, is happening in the fourth house and the fourth house is the house of the soul. So like, I feel like all of that, I just feel like the chart just connects so well to everything that is happening and all the information that we're going to be get, uh, receiving from this and all of the conspiracy theories all of the theories of like how we're going to be shifting into new realities like I don't know to me this chart just makes perfect sense like <laughs> it's the perfect chart for what's happening right now yeah I like it I think I'm excited I'm excited I don't think it's a bad thing I think it's an exciting thing I definitely feel like it's the new new adventures for sure you know like maybe we're not going to actually be shifting into a new dimension, but I feel like there's a lot of change that's coming and it, and it all starts here. Yeah. Yeah. Almost like it's going to propel us forward, Definitely. like into the future, Pew! which would be cool. <laughs> <laughs> all right. How I, do you guys feel about that? Yeah. I feel awesome. good about it. I'm just tackling... What happened to me this morning? Existential crisis. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. like I don't, it's that's normally, fair. that's not how I interpret things. Like that's not my normal way of, that's not my normal Claire. Right. Like it's never like. Right. Actually, like it's always like a knowing and seeing in my mind where this was like physically seeing the thing and that. Yeah. Fucking bugged me out. Yeah. Your bitch, your bitch is wallet. Well, I feel like also you, you, you <laughs> should, you know, take ne- Neptune retrograde into consideration. True. There, just like opening up your third eye as well. Yeah. Cause my crown was like, yeah, throbby yesterday. And I like forgot about the thing. Like I forgot to say any stuff. I was just sitting there like, what is going on? Like, I would just went into this, like, I need to protect my crown moment. I was like, what's going, like, what's happening? And then uh, I was like, confused by it. And then I was like, oh, the CERN thing is still happening now. But I didn't, I didn't like, I don't know. I just left it. It's like, fuck it. Fuck me up, fam. <laughs> and then it did. And then it did fuck me up, fam. I said, fuck it. Fuck me up, fam. And the next morning I'm tripping out. <laughs> I'm seeing another momentum. Dead. <laughs> yeah. It could just be your, like, it could just be you, again, like, tapping into the collective energy because everything's kind of or fucked right now. Or. So. I'm losing it. Or CERN. Um, there's, it's always, that's a, always possibility. a possibility. I mean. Yeah. There's always mm-hmm. that possibility. Did you say that you're losing it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Losing it. Mm-hmm. The well, mind and the body can do crazy fucking shit. It could just be stress. It could be like a bunch of things just making me fucking see stuff. (laughs) Well, I feel like, don't they always say like, if you know you're going crazy, 
then you're not going crazy. Like it's the people that don't think they're going crazy that are the ones that are going crazy. Yes. I, I mean, I, I don't actually think that I'm going crazy. <laughs> <laughs> but maybe that means that I'm going crazy. <laughs> oh, shit. Maybe she's maybe actually going crazy. <laughs> if it happens again, I'll let you guys know. <laughs> Oh, man. So, yeah. So that's really all I have to say about the chart. I hope it was it made sense and that it was like a lucid thought. Um, but I just find it really interesting, all of these placements that are taking place now and all of the information that we may come across in the future. Yeah. Yeah. I'm here for it. I'm excited to see what they find out from the science perspective. Same. I'm excited to see, like, if they end up, if they do end up magically creating a microscopic black hole i'm here for it yeah i think i'm gonna suck me up i have a i have a family member uh who is younger than me and has a doctorate in quantum physics (laughs) and holy shit and teaches quantum physics but they're actually kind of religious which is weird that is interesting but yeah, it's just interesting. It's, it's not. It's interesting. So normally I can't get them to talk about this stuff, but I feel like I might need to text my cousin and be like, "Yo, cuz, uh, what's can the you down help me? here? Yeah, give it to me straight, bro. All right. So maybe I'll do. Maybe I'll do that. And if I if I get a response, if I get if I get some response, maybe I'll I'll share that on the next the next episode. Nice. My super, my super good. smart family member has to say. <laughs> <laughs> also, I feel like two years from now, when they turn off the uh, collider, we should look back on it and do the chart of that and see, like the birth to death chart. You know, I feel like yeah. that would be really interesting. That'd be interesting to see. Oh yeah, I also I think it's going to be yeah. you know as time passes, coming back to this and seeing like how it's lining up. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. So, I mean, it sounds like according to the astrology aspect of it, it sounds like they're going to get like a lot of like back to the beginning info. Yeah. I don't really feel like there's a lot of bad things about this chart. Like I can't, I can't really see anything bad about it. There's nothing that stands out to me and is like, oh, that's scary. You know, I feel like the placements of it are just so made to be where they are. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just, yeah. it, it blows my mind. It, it, it literally yeah. just blows my mind. I don't know. I wonder if somebody at CERN looked up the astrological no. chart and was like, this is exactly <laughs> this when is we're going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This is this is the it right here. Now. <laughs> also, they got to make sure that shit's like just right. Like they got to take their time with that. With like moving the magnets yeah. to like the, the laser beams. Pew, pew. Also, one more thing that I just noticed is that the uh, midheaven is at 29 degrees Leo, which is also like a very powerful, 29 degrees is a very powerful degree in astrology. And I feel like that's also like the main stage, bro. We're just on the main Mm. stage. I love it. Big boss energy. They definitely are. All right. I might, we might, we might cut this. We might have to cut this out. We'll see where this goes real quick. Okay. Uh, what if CERN is the Antichrist? Oh, no. 
No shit. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Because you know how I feel like the Antichrist is going to be something that's going to come and shatter religion mm. and crumble the church. And give the truth to the people right. and stop the brainwashing and all of that bullshit. So what if this proves that the Bible is bullshit finally to people that believe that the Bible is not bullshit and uh, and then we're all saved? <laughs> well, now Stern we just- the Antichrist and I'm here for it. Now we just have to look up when- CERN was formed and see if it matches up to the Antichrist's birth chart. Wait, we know. Hold on. Wait, how do we know well, that? Well, JK Ultra on TikTok posted the Antichrist's birth chart. I mean, it's not, obviously, it's not definite, but it's based on like a, a session that, Nost- that a psychic had with the spirit of Nostradamus that they got the birth chart of the Antichrist. All right. It is February 5th. Oh. Uh, 1962. Is the birth of the Antichrist? 62. CERN Laboratory was created September 29th, 1954. 2008 was when the Collider... Oh, no, that's when it first started up. Well, I mean, I don't feel like the exact dates need to match if the placements are similar. So between 1998 and 2008 is when it was begun... It began to be built. It started in the early 1980s. The official plan began in 1984. Listen. 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 CERN is going to set us all free. (laughs) I guess we'll have to see. (laughs) So. (laughs) Oh, no. So CERN originally can be traced back to the 1940s. Oh, boy. Underground. Damn. Oh, wait, there's literally a timeline. Okay, hit us with it. I'm trying. (laughs) (laughs) It's a timeline, but it's like a weird timeline. What's the date that I'm looking for for the Antichrist? February 5th? 1960. November 20th. Oh, Thanksgiving on 1959. September 1st on 1965. So, I don't know. CERN's first accelerator started three years like the, the the process of that started three years before the antichrist's birthday dun, dun, dun. Hmm. just saying cern is gonna set us free <laughs> <laughs> i could see how it may open up people's eyes to bigger That's ideals for sure Change yeah people's the antichrist is not like a demon coming down at least in my mind, it's not like a scary thing. The Antichrist would be the person or thing that disproves the Bible. Right. So that people stop thinking that they can say anything over a woman's right to choose. Sorry. Sassy. Don't be sorry. <laughs> Don't be sorry. I mean, obviously, that's a very big yeah. thing that's happening right now. And it's mm-hmm. uh, it's a hard time. It's a hard time for us women at the moment. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's it. But like, I'm like, we got to keep Jesus though. Cause like Jesus is cool. Jesus is cool. I'm a, I'm a huge fan of Jesus. He is cool. I grew up a Catholic. I'm not Catholic anymore. I would classify myself as like an eclectic witch, but I work with Jesus still. 
because uh, I definitely feel like he belongs on my path as like more of like a Reiki master as opposed to the Jesus that you will find in the Bible. Right. Jesus was totally a Reiki master. He laid his hands on people and healed them. But like he's like, you know, but also that's not what Reiki is. You're not healing somebody when you, but like the whole idea of it, you know, like I feel like they took Reiki and they just exploited <laughs> Jesus. They exploited Jesus mm. for their own benefit. And also like, I mean, as a spiritual Jew, which I'm still down with Jesus because it's still a collective energy that people have put their energy into. Right. Right. That's my whole, well, I, I think we've gone down this before, but I don't think we've gone down this on the podcast where like Archangel Michael, like so many people put energy into calling Archangel Michael for his protective qualities and X, Y, and Z and da, 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 that even if Archangel Michael doesn't exist, it does because so many people have like believed it and created it. Absolutely. And it's energy to be what it is. Yeah. So you can get rid of the Bible, but we're keeping Jesus. Keeping and the Archangel, Keeping the Marys. We're keeping, yeah, we can keep all of them, but like also no, let people be. Separation of church and state. Go. How about that? Yes. Okay. Yes. Fern is the Antichrist. <laughs> <laughs> and it's a good thing. It's a good thing. It's a good thing. Yes. I like that. There go all of the Christians that listen to her podcast. I can't wait. <laughs> I can't wait to talk to John about this later tonight. <laughs> Uh, Rachel and John's pillow talk. Certain is the Antichrist. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. It's exciting. Oh, man. (laughs) All right. So. Are we doing doing words? Yeah. I was going to say, is there anything else that you guys want to talk about in regards to this? I think I think we pretty much covered it. We'll just have to see how everything goes. See how it turns out. See how the cookie crumbles. Great. All right. So, yeah, Rachel, you want to hit us with some words? No. I would like to learn some words because this dimension makes words difficult. I'm going to have such a hard time with words. Um, The word of the episode is nodes. 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 Did you ever see Pitch Perfect where she's like, I've got nodes. <laughs> no. no, I don't oh remember that line. But oh I my god, she's like, I have my my nodes. Like she can't sing anymore. She has to sing like. Oh, never mind. Go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> Not those kind of nodes. Not those nodes. No, no, no. We're talking the lunar nodes, aka the nodes of destiny or the nodes of fate. Fate. So, all right, they're the points of, in the sky where the moon and the sun cross paths. So this happens a few times a year during which we experience an astrological phenomenon known as eclipses. Word. Word to the nodes. The nodes denote the spiritual paths that we should move toward and let go of, as well as the type of energy we're working with. So over the course of a year and a half, the nodes transit through each axis, and the nodes are always in two opposite signs. So like what we were saying, where the node for CERN is in scorpio right and then the south node's in scorpio and the north node was in taurus correct correct yep on the ascendant and descendant which is like yes 
which is whoa, which is whoa, whoa. Um, so in astrology, the lunar nodes of the moon are divided into two, the north node and the south node. So both tell a story of fate and destiny in this life, which is the north node, and in your past lives, which is the south node. So every year and a half, the lunar nodes change signs in our charts, in the different placements and signs show us our past and current destiny. Bum, bum, bum. <laughs> uh, the nodes are also how we know what will happen to us during the eclipses based on both our personal birth charts, nodes, and the transiting nodes that affect the collective as a whole. So that's an overview for that. Now we have a, the north node specifically. Specifically. A specific. <laughs> the North Node of Destiny dictates what we are moving into, which may be scary since it's a place that we have never been before. So it's Star Trek. Uh, think of this. <laughs> or it's the turning on of the Hydron Collider. Stern. <laughs> yes, exactly. So a place we've never been before. So think of this as the first day of college. You're attending an unfamiliar place and you have to start fresh. It's a moment in which you are reinventing. Your, you can reinvent yourself and be the person that you want to be. The same theory applies to the North Node of Destiny. You can use the energy to create and transform your world. Now, the way that you use it is up to you, though. So that's why it's important to manifest these powers for good and to know the best way to conquer the vibes. Mm, nice. The South Node. <laughs> <laughs> I hope that turns out okay. You can cut that off for everyone. So the South Node. The South Node of Destiny depicts the place, energy, emotions, and relationships that we have been a part of in our past lives. So it's the karmic energy that we are trying to move out of, release, and leave behind in this lifetime. It gives us a sense of deja vu as we have been there, done that, and are trying to move out of that way of thinking. This shows the patterns and ways of thinking or feeling that we are bringing into our current life's path, which may not be happening in real life at the moment, but that we are holding on to. So with the South Node, then I want to go back to CERN. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. So you said the North Node, right? The North Node's in Taurus. Yeah. Okay. And that's where we're going. Mm -hmm. And it's on the Descendant. Yes. So how, so then what, it, okay, first day of college, mm -hmm. what does that say its first day of college for CERN is? What's it experiencing? It's experiencing the want to learn more information. Uh, it's experiencing the slow, like, like I said before about Taurus, I feel like they're about the slow burn. It's, it's taking those baby steps to get up to like getting some, some motion. And once they're in motion, like there's kind of no stopping them kind of vibe. Uh, cause Taurus, like I said earlier, also does have like the tendency to be viewed as lazy, but that's just because they need their rest to make sure that they are doing the things that they need to, to take the next steps. So I feel like it's important for, uh, the North Node in Taurus to in this position in CERN's chart to do the little things to build it up, make sure that you're taking the time in between to rest, to hydrate. I think that like that kind of to me that kind of like points to the breaks that they do in between for yeah, like the for that's like in my mind the, what was happening. The, yeah. uh, the 
the renovations they call it of the particle collider so yeah i feel like for me that's like it's important that they do this in long but small batches because the long and small batches is how you're going to get the most information of it the more that they can update it the more that technology gets better the more that all of that stuff starts to happen and and moves with it so i don't know that's how i feel do you you think that makes sense yeah yeah, that it absolutely sense. makes sense. Because that's, that's what I think that was where I was trying to figure out the tourist part of it. And like, it makes sense. As you were starting to say it, I was like starting to think like, oh, they took that break. Yeah. For a long period of time. And now like Taurus is ready to go. Mm-hmm. But then I guess, okay, so then the south note of it, it's on its rising in Scorpio. So it's leaving something behind. Right. So is that just the old way of thinking? Yeah. I, I feel From like that makes sense. Learn. Yeah. And like Scorpio okay. is such like a deeply passionate sign. So I feel yeah. like, and also very like mysterious in a way. So somebody that has a Scorpio rising, like they, you, you can see that they have a lot of passion in like, a thing like a Scorpio rising always has a thing like my friend Joey is a graphic designer he's amazing at it he has all these really cool like geometric tattoos like all over his body like Scorpio risings are very much like that they usually have like really piercing eyes I know that that doesn't really mean anything when we're talking about a collective party called CERN Um, but to me it just means that like I feel like with the Scorpio rising being there like it's it's also like as much as it's leaving things behind. It's remembering the passion that they have to put towards this project and having so much about that passion kind of run it the way that it does. Does that make sense? Like, so would you say that it's like, it's like leaving the flashy behind, like some old flashy way of thinking, right? The old. Yeah, definitely. And like for, so it's leaving the church behind. So it's the antichrist. Because the church is flashy. Look at the stuff the Pope wears. That's true. Think of the Vatican. That shit is flashy. Flash. <laughs> Thank you for just basically supporting my my theory. Uh, that's, all I, that's all I really wanted. <laughs> that's all I wanted. <laughs> um, it's, it checks out. It makes sense. It does. It makes sense. It does. Thank you. Thank you. Was- <laughs> Do you like that? I like that. That was good. Okay, cool. That was a good one. So I, f- I found some other thing about nodes and uh, in the Vedic astrology. Did I say that correctly? Yes. Vedic astrology. Okay. In Vedic astrology, the North node is called Ratu, which is the dragon's head. Have you ever heard of this? I no? have heard of this. Okay. And the South node is called Kitu. I hope I'm pronouncing these things right. So the dragon's head is the north node. The dragon's tail is the south node. And to make a long mythological story short, a demon wanted immortality and tricked the gods into getting it, which angered them because he was not in line to receive such powers. And their punishment was to grant him immortality with both parts of the past and future, always being a part of him. Basically, he couldn't escape himself or anything he'd done. So maybe that's what's going to happen to the church. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) The church was like, we're immortal. We're like, we're doing all this stuff. And it, it, you know, it tricked the gods being just, you know, dark matter, the makeup of everything and manipulated the people. And it got all these powers. And then dark matter is going to come in and be like, 
Listen, I'm the god particle here. <laughs> you have been running shit for way too long. Now it's time. For I'm going to send you to the moon. To me. <laughs> yeah, you, you're, I'm going to send you to the moon with your past, present, and future, and you're just going to stay there. And wow, think about what you've done. You're in timeout, motherfucker. Exactly. Yeah. For eternity. I mean, I can see what you're saying, Rachel. I can see it. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Just remember, you guys wanted me to be a part of this, okay? <laughs> Just remember that. That was a, you guys wanted me to be a part of it. <laughs> I, this is what you guys asked for. I regret nothing. No, okay, I don't regret cool. shit. Yeah, good, I good. regret nothing. <laughs> I, I, I see what you're saying. It's it's a very interesting theory, and we're just going to have to see how it shakes out. That's all I'm saying. I, I feel like it's just incredibly weird that the North Node and South Node are sitting on the rising and descendant sign. That's that all. is crazy. Is So that's like hardly ever happens? No, I mean, it happens. You know, it, I mean, if you have a Scorpio rising, it, it you know, or a Taurus rising, like the nodes are chilling there. So it, it affects you, you know. Yeah, but I just feel like it's it it shows ironic. It's ironic, yeah. Sure, big destiny energy. Are you gonna be sad? Oh. If, are you gonna be upset if CERN isn't the Antichrist? Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. I'm ready for something to be the Antichrist. To, <laughs> to be the Antichrist. Anything. <laughs> Anything. <laughs> To bring down hate. Yeah. Just this hate that is bred from it, which is not what it's supposed to be. I'm I'm preaching. No, I mean, you're completely right. I mean, especially if, if you're living by the word of Jesus, it's all about loving everybody. It's not about taking away fundamental rights for people. So I completely agree. Yeah. yeah. It's, There's like it's, a meme that's going around that I really love. Uh, as something along the lines of like when you die god's not going to ask you what you thought about yeah. the gay couple down the street or the child transitioning or whatever god's going to ask you how did you love them regardless yeah right and that's like how did you how did you love your fellow man and uh and true christians yeah. to know that like true christian like yeah, it's no. not like i i you know i i yeah true christians stick to that and I think that yeah. sometimes it just gets. I just think that the country people. has been in a panic for a long time at this point, and everything that just keeps happening is is. Oh man, we're gonna go down a road here. I don't want to go down it, so never mind. Uh, all I'm okay. saying is is that the world has been in a state of fear and panic, at least in the United States, for a long time at this point. And I feel like all of this is just coming to a head. And now we have to see what happens next. And I have two words. Hail CERN. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. There we go. <laughs> all right. So the nodes, anything Listen, else if we're going to lose notes? any listeners, it's going to be of my doing. So that's okay. Just, <laughs> yeah. Because I, I did. I brought us here. It's okay. I mean, <laughs> listen, it's important to talk about. So Absolutely. I think silence is okay. violence. 
Exactly. Hail CERN. <laughs> I'm writing it down right now and just like rewriting it over and over again. You write Hail CERN. <laughs> I think I'm going to print it out and put a picture of CERN on my altar. <laughs> do it. Why not? Yeah. Why not? Rachel's going to manifest it. that CERN is the Antichrist. <laughs> better believe it. <laughs> That's funny. All right. So do you have anything else to say about the nodes, Rachel? No, I'll stop. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking a bunch of gibberish that kind of makes sense. It's also gibberish. So no. I'm just, you know. It's all, it's all, uh, very interesting let's put it that way it's a mm. it's a mind opening uh exploration so i'm into mm. it i'm into it too i like it All right. so tabitha what are you hitting us with today i wanted to talk a little bit more about the neptune retrograde because this is going to be literally the next year well it's going on for a whole year pretty much yeah so i wanted to talk about a little bit more about the neptune retrograde in pisces cool yeah i need this yeah um so it's basically happening for a freaking year we got we entered the pre-retrograde shadow on march 7th it went actual retrograde uh june 28th and it'll stay retrograde um until december 3rd when it goes direct but we won't exit the post retrograde shadow until march 24th 2023 so it's a little over a year yeah we're in it that's a long ass time <laughs> it is, it is. Well, i wanted that's why i wanted to talk a little bit more about it and i feel like it's been affecting everybody pretty heavily this time yeah so neptune is the planet of illusion delusion spirituality dreams and the subconscious pisces is the last sign in the zodiac and it is known to have like all traits from all of the other signs Mm-hmm. But it is also known as a sign of spirituality because it's the last sign in the zodiac. This retrograde is going to bring about a ton of water energy, which will enhance our, our intuition and psychic abilities, but also our emotions. Mm-hmm. So you make sure you channel these emotions and instincts into creative projects. Use the inspiration from the environment that you're in, like the, you know, nature, whatever, and to connect to your spirit guides um, because that is big right now i love that especially because i when i think of neptune like the the first thing that comes to my mind is psychic yeah so i love the just the idea of just connecting with our spirit guides right now is definitely going to be beneficial not only to create a better relationship with your spirit guides but also to kind of maybe even help with like pushing forward your manifestations and stuff exactly exactly yeah and wasn't biggie's Neptune and Pisces. I think that he that was what? a Pisces That's why rising. Was a yeah. Oh, a Pi- yeah, 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 yeah. Biggie's psychic. We've come full <laughs> circle. Okay. <laughs> yeah. This retrograde can definitely be very overwhelming. Make sure you take time to process um, and try to stay balanced. The best way to handle the water energy is to just kind of let go of control, go with the flow, almost like let the current take you where you need to go but also trust the process on the way there. Definitely do some grounding exercises. Earth is the opposite element of water. So if you're feeling too swept up in the water energy, make sure you spend time outside, do a grounding meditation. Um, One of my favorites is to just kind of get, you know, do your breathing, do your deep breathing, and then imagine roots just 
from your I use I if I'm sitting down, I usually just kind of imagine it from my root chakra and just kind of going into the earth. I love that. That's like my favorite mm-hmm. ground. Like if I'm ever not like or if I'm standing, I'll just imagine from the bottoms of my feet just roots growing as deep down as I can imagine them going. That's so interesting because like I've never done it that way. Uh and it 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 kind of I've done it like the opposite way where like I've imagined the roots growing up from the ground and like surrounding my legs, you know what I huh. mean? Yeah, that makes um, sense. But I, I like that though. I like watching it like grow from my root chakra down into the ground. Yeah, that's I kind like of, the visual of it. That's that's <laughs> where it kind of that's when I first started doing like ground the grounding stuff and I heard about it, like that's what immediately like made sense to me was roots coming from me going to the earth to make sure that I am grounded. Yeah. Also, just to go back to Biggie, because I wanted to make sure. Yeah. He, <laughs> so based on that chart that we looked at, it was that he was potentially a Pisces rising, but his wow. uh, Neptune is in Sagittarius, which wrong. also is a very psychic placement. No, no, no. It's okay. Don't be upset. <laughs> you were right about him being a potential Pisces. <laughs> rising. <laughs> Now is okay. So going back to Neptune retrograde, it's now is a good time to reflect on our spiritual journey um, and whether we are aligned with our highest good. Because it is like this is about lifting the veil and like removing all illusion and delusion and everything is coming to light, especially spiritual. So make sure you know this with this lifting of the veil, you're going to see where you're going this retrograde allows us to see where we have been falsely led on our spiritual journey or whether we have been leading with our ego instead of love Mm. i like that neptune is the planet of unconditional love um, and retrogrades remove blockages so allow yourself to feel the unconditional love around you that's sweet yeah i thought so i mean it it... neptune is jesus (laughs) (laughs) there you go um but be prepared this neptune retrograde will stir the waters as we've seen lift the veil and help us help move us into our highest good i have a couple of journal prompts that i got from foreverconscious.com love them yeah so the first one is allowing my intuition to lead i can move into greater alignment with my soul by dot 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 so allowing my intuition to lead i can move into greater alignment with my soul by dot 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 Uh, the second one is my creative juices flow freely when i dot 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 my creative juices flow freely when i dot 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 and what is preventing me from facing the truth what is preventing me from facing the truth that's a deep one. That's one that like you got to sit down with like a cup of tea. Yeah. And, <laughs> and really work with that one out. Yeah, I have um, that one kind of inspired me to come up with like a little bit of a tarot spread. It's just a basic one. Cool. So it's just a basic three card spread. You just spread them out in a line. So the first card is going to be what deception or illusion is currently present. The second card is how to break through this illusion. And number three is a, is a message from Neptune or your guides, whichever one you Ooh. feel more connected to. Neptune I himself. love that. I'm writing it down right now. I'm going to do that. <laughs> yeah. Neptune's just knocking on my door later. Like, yeah. This hey, is Neptune's my message like, for you. 
Neptune's like, sup, bitch. And if you want to <laughs> sit down with a cup of tea, I came up with a um, Neptune retrograde tea. Ooh. Yeah. The tea tricks herself from <laughs> Backwoods Brews and Botanicals. So I did this into parts. You can use a teaspoon, tablespoon, whatever you whatever you want to do. I typically do um, tablespoons just because it's easier. But you're going to use two parts butterfly pea flour, one part mugwort, one part rose petals, one part echinacea, and half a part lavender flour. And if you want to add a little, add a little razzle dazzle, zhuzh it up a little bit, add some edible glitter mm-hmm. and honey to taste. I do about one teaspoon per eight ounces of boiling water and let it seat for about eh, five to seven minutes. You like it strong. Yeah, there you go. You nice. can sit down with your cup of tea, with your tarot spread or your journal or both. Yeah, I love mm. that. And then um, last- I want that tea. I gotta get all the ingredients. It sounds so good. You know I'm a huge fan of your teas. I am constantly drinking tea, and the other day I wasn't feeling well, and I hit up Tabitha, and I was like, "What tea do I need to drink right now?" Yeah, <laughs> that we concocted a little blend together. A, yeah, out of the bunch of teas and stuff. <laughs> yeah, I'm happy that I hope that helped. It did. But okay, last but not least, I have some uh, crystals. That you can use to help get you through this uh, retrograde. You can carry some labradorite. Um, mm. That is for inner magic and strengthening your intuition. Beautiful. Amethyst. not gar- and car- that'll, that'll help you not get carried away. But it'll also help you enhance your intuition. I'm going to save that one for last because that's Rachel's favorite. <laughs> <laughs> I feel right. like amethyst is one that i sleep on a lot even though i know how good it is for me yeah amethyst is great i think it's just it's one of the more popular ones so it's like oh it's overused but it's not overused it's just a great fucking crystal yeah for sure rachel's other favorite uh moldavite for (laughs) (laughs) no sorry (laughs) sorry neptune retrograde was like (laughs) here's some fucking use crystals for rachel Moldavite has been chilling in the in its container for a while. There you go. It's, it's staying. Maybe it needs to come back yeah. up. <laughs> well, hey, I mean, it's so I wanted to say that it is a very high vibrational stone. Um, some people can get sick when they touch it, or other things. Um, <laughs> Just listen, it. it's phenomenal. It's my one of my favorites ever. Word to the wise to all of you people listening. Do not sleep with their moldavite. Don't do it. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. Nobody wants that. No. Um, the rest of that story is not for you. <laughs> but that part, that part is for you. Uh, <laughs> she knows from experience. <laughs> I know from experience. Don't sleep with moldavite on. <laughs> Don't put it near your bed. Right. Have it tucked away. Yeah, near Somewhere some salt. <laughs> Circle it and salt. I don't think salt. I don't think salt can help you. Mm. No, moldavite isn't from here. Yeah. You know, it's on a whole different. Mm. Okay. <laughs> but moldavite is a high uh, is a high vibrational stone. It will enhance your intuition and psychic abilities, and it helps you communicate with higher realms. I like it. Next up, we have Super Seven. It is for uh, expanding consciousness, mental clarity, processing lingering thoughts and emotions. 
What is Super 7? It's so I actually screenshotted what it is. It's like a mixture of seven different minerals, I believe. Oh. Let me. Oh, it's. Uh, yeah, I like it. Super Hold on. Let me. Seven. I'm going to look it up too. Super, Super seven. seven crystals are awesome. So, yeah. Super 7, also known as Melody Stone or Sacred Stone, is an extremely rare mineral with seven crystals in one. The crystals are amethyst. I'm going to fuck this up. Cacoxonite. Go- goethite. Lepidocrosite, lepidocrosite, rutile, smoky quartz, and quartz. Well, and it only is mined in one small locality in the entire world, and that mine is currently flooded and underwater. Apparently, as of whenever this was written, I didn't screenshot when that was written, but wow, I feel lucky to have one. I have yeah, one I'm like, too, damn, I, I need one of these. What these Atlantis crystals? Yeah, my friend uh, went to colorado and they had them there and he bought me one which was really really nice yeah it's just a little tumbled okay can't really see it too well but yeah it kind of looks like amethyst with darker features yeah yeah so it's amethyst with like a scorpio rising (laughs) exactly (laughs) yes um okay and a gemini moon Um, next up, we have black tourmaline for grounding and protection. Moss agate for grounding and connecting to that earth element. That's kind of like the crystal that I think of when it comes to earth. But I also wanted to include uh, petrified wood because it's calming and soothing and it heals issues from past lives. But it also made me think because it's it's wood or it's petrified wood. So it like, you know, you connect to the to the wood element with the roots. So that's what I lean, connect to your roots with the wood element. Yeah, yeah. Mm, I love petrified wood. Too. Me too. It's so interesting. It is. It's really and fun you, to look at. Yeah, and I feel like every piece is so unique. Like I know that like a lot of crystals are very unique to like the way that they look, but I don't know petrified wood. I feel like I've never seen like the same crystal twice. You know? Yeah, I get what you're saying, and I agree. And then last but not least, lipidolite. Lipidolite. Sorry. Stop. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) It's just such a horrible fucking word. (laughs) Who came up with that word? Somebody named Lepido. (sighs) For real? (laughs) No, I don't know. (laughs) His last name was Lepido. His first name was Lepido. His last name was Light. Light. <laughs> I hate it. I hate it. I hate it so much. <laughs> okay, well, that stone. I'm not going to say it again. That one, Lepido Light, <laughs> is good for uh, calming, and it aligns your chakra column. Uh, it is a special connection. It does, however, have a special connection to your third eye and crown chakras and heart chakra. And it keeps you in touch with your emotions and your dreams. So it makes sure that you're like, em- you're connected to your emotions in the dream realm. I like that. I love. I feel like I need to, I need to just face my fears and just. You should get probably one. just get one. And just don't ever say the name. It's fine. I have one, one that I wrapped with a, I believe, hold on, I have it right here. Ooh, 
it's a uh, a lapidolite on the bottom, and on the top is a rainbow fluorite. It's really pretty. I'll, I'll send you a picture of it. If it vibes with you, you can have it. That's very nice of you. Of course. Yeah, she it wrapped, has a really cool rainbow in it. She wrapped Charlotte's mm. giant fucking lepidolite, lepidolite fucking palm stone thing was like fucking huge and charlotte loves it it's hanging above charlotte it's hanging above her bed Ooh, maybe that's why she's having crazy dreams all the time yo i'm telling you she wakes up every morning looking like she went somewhere (laughs) so i looked it up and first discovered in the 19th century by robert Bunsen Bunsen and (laughs) gustav kirchhoff the stone was first named lilalite after its soft radiant color but was later retitled as lapidolite from the Greek lapidos. Lapidi- lapididos. <laughs> Le- lapidos. Galapagos. <laughs> Galapagos. I like turtles. Pancakes. I don't know. I was like, <laughs> like uh, okay. 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 I like turtles. Um, I like turtles. I like turtles. I love lamp. I love lamp. Um, <laughs> so that's all I got. CERN turned on like the opening ceremony before they like turned it on, turned it on was like during the pre shadow of Neptune. Oh, shit. And then like on the 20th, so eight days before it went direct. You mean before it went retrograde? Yes. Yeah. Eight days before it went retrograde. I think a lot of things have been coming to light lately that are, uh, there's a lot of illusions that are being Neptune. Lifted. Thanks, Neptune. Is like, listen, I'm, so Neptune is sending the Antichrist. <laughs> that is CERN. Neptune's coming in Hail to fuck CERN. shit up. I'm telling you. Hail CERN. <laughs> but fuck shit up in a good way, though. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Stir the pot a little bit. Mm-hmm. Needs to be done. Open your eyes. But also, that totally makes me feel a lot better with the thing I experienced this morning because maybe that was just like a Neptune retrograde thing. Yeah, where I was just literally, you know, putting the simulation back on because that's not a scary thing to think about. <laughs> Well, okay, so lately I've been thinking about this and I wanted to bring it up to you guys. You know how like everything is like going into like the metaverse now with like Facebook and Instagram and like they're creating all of these like different things through the metaverse or whatever. Yeah. So like what if it's not a simulation now, but what if because of all of like the virtual stuff that they are going to be that like implementing and all of that stuff what if it ends up being a simulation i think we're headed that way i think i I absolutely agree with you sorry go ahead that makes no that's no that's that's what i wanted to say that makes a lot of sense it's scary thought metaverse i don't trust it the metaverse bugs me out yeah i don't like it it's just because we're scared of it we don't know what it is (laughs) yeah uh well, yes, that with in combination with Google's AI that's become sentient. Oh, yeah. Yeah. La- Lamza? Lamsla? Lambda. Lams, Lams, Lambda. We're really in 2022, guys. The future is here. 
It may not be in some ways, but it is in the other, in others. The future's here scientifically, but not in human rights. We went back. I was going to say, but we're backtracking in some ways, heading forward in others. Yeah. Facts. Straight facts. Yeah. So super exciting announcement that I just wanted to say today on this episode. Uh, We officially hit 200 downloads, which I think is really awesome. It's really exciting. You guys are breaking up. I can't hear you. Oh, no. You're breaking up. Yeah, you're breaking up pretty bad. Are you there? I am here. Can you hear us now? I can. It's Lamsta. She was pissed. (laughs) She was. (laughs) You fucked up my name. (laughs) Yeah. 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 So we're going to wrap it up. I just wanted to say, uh, I just wanted to make an announcement that I'm really excited about, that we're all really excited about. So we just hit 200 uh, all-time downloads on our podcast. So we're very, very excited about it. Um, Yeah, we did. We just wanted to say thank you to everybody that has been following us on our journey so far. We're really excited about this project and we're happy to see that you guys are too. Uh, And if you have any suggestions on episode topics or people that you want us to cover, please feel free to shoot us an email at 2gemini1leo at gmail.com. Follow us on our socials. Say hi. Come hang out. And all hail CERN. Thank you for listening to this episode of Two Geminis and a Leo. If you enjoyed it, we would love to see you over on our social media. We have an Instagram at Two Geminis and a Leo. We are on Facebook, also at the same handle, Two Geminis and a Leo. And you can shoot us an email at Two Gemini One Leo. show notes that sounds like a funny word it does show notes show notes <laughs> did you check out the show notes <laughs> uh, okay look at a shut up you get it right <laughs> emails in the shut up <laughs> oh man <laughs> Uh, okay all right goodbye people might label me as a lunatic after this episode you know i don't think so normal people are boring yeah and you're just very passionate and you speak your truth and that's the best thing Hey, thanks. Why? Why is that bad? I just the way that it's not the way that Rachel snorted. Just that's what sent me. <laughs> <laughs>